Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Uh, this football season is pretty shitty. A lot of people might turn to the bottle. If you do turn to the bottle, don't get behind the wheel of your vehicle. But if you do find yourself in a situation where you're needing legal representation, Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm are East Tennessee's premier DUI defense lawyers. They also do criminal defense and personal injury. Before you say guilty, say Garza. GarzaLaw.com, 865-540-8300. Let's get to the episode. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty hair. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on the point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. All right, another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you Wednesday, 9-11. Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. Apologies for a little bit of a delay. We had some things we had to work out, had some family issues come up, but now we're good to go. Seth, how are you, my friend? I'm good, John. It's a pleasure as always. Happy to be back with you. Yeah, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, the bullshit lost at BYU or the, the Bryce Thompson news? Well, I was going to start off with your Tennessee Titans. Oh, okay. That's what the people are here for. I thought we could start off on something positive. I mean, I wasn't even really that excited. I knew the Browns sucked. I knew Baker Mayfield was a little bitch. I said it all offseason that I couldn't understand why they were crowning the Browns, who won seven games last year. You know, those guys just want to be models and look cute and pose in GQ, and my guys just want to go to work. My guys just want to go up. My, my guys just want to show up, put the hard hat on, and go to work and punch in the mouth. And that's what they did. They had to hear all offseason about how they were going to win three games or 5-11, and 11, finish last in the AFC South. Meanwhile, a team that's won what? Eight games, nine games the last three years total was uh, predicted to be this Super Bowl contender. Nah, the Titans said, fuck that. We got our alpha back. That's what you saw. That's what you saw game one. We didn't have our alpha last year. Delaney Walker was back, and the team played off of him. Of course, he scored two touchdowns because he's a freak, and they beat the hell out of Baker Mayfield. Cameron Wake is old, but apparently he's still a beast. And he destroyed Baker Mayfield, and I didn't see Baker Mayfield doing his dumbass dances very long. Maybe a little bit in the first quarter, but not in the second half. Fuck Baker Mayfield. I had to look up Cameron Wake because I was like, is that the guy that played for the Do- the Dolphins for so long? And I listened to the first half on the radio. And so it was like 
Mike Keith said, you know, Cameron Wake hasn't been in very many plays, but then he had like two or three sacks. It's like every play he was coming in, he was getting a sack. I mean, the Browns seem like just a massive overreaction by the NFL pundits, right? I mean, like they won seven games, like you said, and they have Freddie Kitchens, who nobody knows if he's going to be any good as head coach. Freddie Kitchens is the NFL version of Jeremy Pruitt. Just a dumbass redneck who we don't know if is any good. Yeah. I mean, that's a good that's a good comparison, I would say. I like, I, you know, it's like you said, we don't know how any of these guys are going to play together. They, they'd never, like, you know, I mean, they've never really done anything together. They won seven games last year, and Odell Beckham Jr. has never been there before, and Freddie Kitchen has never been the real head coach before. So the Titans came in and pretty impressive. Uh, Derrick Henry didn't start off in a slump to start this season. Well, you know what happens. He, he got off to a little bit of a slow start in, in the first half because it takes a while to get worn down. But you just keep punching in the mouth and you saw what happened. Just started reeling off. I mean, the 75-yard screen pass. He's the fastest player on the field apparently. And then just boom, five, six-yard carries a pop. I mean, it was just surgical. Nothing to really talk about. We don't come on here and brag about beating the Cleveland Browns. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not going to come here and pump my chest about my Titans beating the Cleveland Browns. That's just what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's like, it's awesome to see Delaney Walker do good, right? He's our alpha. He's back, and the team had its swag back. Like, it's, it's really nice to see him be back and doing well. He seems like a really good guy. I mean, they just beat them down. We just got to keep our head down and uh, go to work against the Colts. Is that who we play this weekend? That's who we play this weekend. Is it noon Sunday? Well, 1 o'clock in God's time. Is it? It's uh, it's it's. We're playing at home, right? That is correct. We yeah. are playing at home. That's right. I, I was looking at the spreads this morning. I thought. I thought that's what I saw. You whipped my ass in fantasy. Big shout out to Smooth Brain Seth Hughes for uh, sitting Sammy Watkins on the bench as well. You still would have lost. And Josh Jacobs on the bench. Well, that's dumb. I set them both on the bench for some reason. I don't know why. At least I won in my other league, and both my teams advanced in Survivor Pool. And uh, Tennessee almost won the football game Saturday night. We snatched defeat from the jaws of victory for seemingly the 20th time. How stupid was that? And, you know, the emotions gone out of it by Wednesday. Me and you talked a little bit on Sunday. You just texted me and asked me if I was okay. I was just like, yeah, I'm good. How are you? And you just said, yeah, you're good. So we didn't even really have a powwow about how mad we were. Did you get mad on Saturday? No. Yeah, me neither. No, I can't imagine at this point, like, getting angry about this football program. Like, that is just an absurd waste of energy to get angry about this football team. Like, they they do stupid shit pretty much every weekend that they play. It doesn't matter who the coach is. It you know, it doesn't matter how good the players are. They're gonna do something really stupid. And I just can't imagine getting mad about it. I mean, only at Tennessee would a fourth year quarterback regress 
You know, people talk about regressing to the mean. That's not what has happened here. He regret he has regressed so far like negative that he's like in imaginary numbers now. He went from being pro football focused darling to Jonathan Crompton. He looks like Jonathan Crompton out there in 2008 and early 2009. To putting up, like, I think his last grade was like a 47, which yeah. is really, 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 really bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, he went from being the safest quarterback, you know, maybe in the nation. Like, he never threw interceptions. He, we, he never... Like, he never threw really 50-50 balls. Like, he was extremely, extremely safe to just throwing it willy-nilly to the opposing defense. And, like, just, you know, I mean, like like Saturday night, they missed one interception that probably would have been a pick six because he threw it to two of their dudes and they ran into each other. It's weird because, as, you know, whatever he was last year, you can argue about whether or not he was good, whether or not it was the offensive line's fault, whatever. Uh, what you what you couldn't really say is that he put the ball in danger. He was conservative to a fault. Extremely conservative. And it's not like he's taking shots now and fucking up. It's like he just can't see linebackers in the middle of the field anymore. He cannot see the field. He cannot even see half the field. Which, like... With Jonathan Crompton, it took a while. It took Kiffin five games, but Kiffin finally figured out with Crompton, hey, if I can, he can be successful as long as I, as I cut the field in half. So I'm going to roll him out. Every play, I'm going to roll Jonathan Crompton out. And it worked. But, like, Garantano doesn't see half the field. He doesn't see anybody except the opposing team. And, I, I mean, I... I lost, I've lost count of how many touchdowns he missed Saturday night. I think, I can think of like three. Um, well, he also missed the long pass over the middle of the field to Palmer when Palmer had that guy beat. He overthrew it by like five yards. He threw, he had, he had Dominic Wood Anderson wide open going to the end zone. He threw it so late that it almost got intercepted and Dominic Wood Anderson like had to deflect it. He missed Jawan Jennings on a touchdown. I think he might have missed Jawan Jennings. I don't know how many times he missed Jawan Jennings on a touchdown. He he's terrible, and to me, the biggest, the most, like the most disappointing thing about how bad he is, is that the two guys behind him are so bad that there is zero talk of him getting benched. There is no scuttlebutt about him getting benched. There's nobody talking about it. Like They're just like, Garantano's better than anybody we have by far. That's how bad the two guys behind him are. And we can bitch at Jeremy Pruitt for that, right? Like, Absolutely. I, mean I was just about to say that. He had, he had Adrian Martinez committed. Adrian Martinez was committed, and the only reason he decommitted was because we stopped calling him. We stopped talking to him whatsoever. Like, it wasn't like Adrian Martinez was like, you know, I just don't like this redneck. No, Adrian Martinez wanted to come to Tennessee. It could have been 
It could have been Tyson Nelton. They did the same thing with Sam Howell. That's what? the guy at UNC, right? Yeah, he looks awesome. And like Adrian Martinez at least had a torn ACL. And Adrian Martinez at least wasn't too... Okay, Adrian Martinez got bumped up at the end big time. Like when Adrian Martinez was committed, he wasn't like crazy highly rated, I didn't think. But he got bumped up big time in the last ranking set. But like Sam Howell uh, was top 100. A top 100 quarterback that wanted to come to Tennessee. Like at least Adrian Martinez had a torn ACL. Like that's two guys that are both better considerably than Jarrett Garantano. But instead, we took J.T. Shrout, who, and Brian Marr. Which one of the, one of them who threw like as many interceptions as he did touchdowns in high school? That was Shrout, right? Yeah, I think so. And then Marr like played in like an extremely simple offense, so it's like taking time for him to to get to get caught up to. Well, I mean, you- last year, last year they knew they had to go get a grad transfer, right? Like they went out, they got Killer Christ. I don't understand why they didn't do that again. I think, like, they- I mean, at, at the very least, if you thought Garantano was going to be worth a damn, the thing I said today on the radio was like, what happens if Tennessee actually would have been good and like could have gone seven and five or eight and four, and then your quarterback gets hurt and you don't have a backup? Like, then what? Like, and. Uh, uh, I understand not thinking, hey, we might have to bench Garantano for performance-wise, but you still knew you had no backup quarterback. And I don't know if you know this, Seth, but last year the offensive line couldn't block. I don't know if you're I don't know if you're familiar with that. The offensive line couldn't block last year. They were pretty fun. They were pretty fun. Well, they did create a lot of excitement. You are right. Um Yeah, I mean, it's like they it's like they they uh got high off their own supply and like they bought into the narrative around Jared Garantano. It's like Jim Chaney, who is by the way, the highest paid offense coordinator in the nation. It's like Jim Chaney was having PFF stats mainlined into his arteries along with bacon grease. Because they didn't have any backup plan. There is no backup plan. There's not one. What are they going to do? Like, are we really next year? Like we have this kid from Maryland. He's torn he's torn both ACLs in the last two years. Is that who our backup plan for Harrison Bailey is? Like, are we gonna roll that kid out there in Norman and say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna throw this game and then we're gonna tr- make sure Bailey's ready for the home game against Florida? Is that what we're gonna do? Like, I would think, I would hope they would go and say they would go to JT Daniels. Because JT Daniels is surely transferring. And they would go and try and get him. They would go and try and get anybody. Why did we not go after Kelly Bryant? I mean, I understand not going after Kelly Bryant if you thought Garantano was going to be good. But like I said, you, you went after Killer Chris for to be a backup last year. You could have found someone like that or someone from like the FCS or JUCO or some shit that could come in and be competent. Because apparently you don't have anything like that now on the bench. Like, I understand if Kelly Bryant's not going to come in and compete for a job, right? Like, if Kelly Bryant and Jalen Hurts are like, no, not going to do that. But, like, you could have found somebody that was like, hey, 
uh, you know, I, I'm the odd man out. I can go somewhere else and be maybe uh, compete for the job or at least be the backup. Yeah. Especially a JUCO could look and say, "Yeah, maybe I could, maybe I could get a start somewhere. Maybe I could get a start next year." I mean, I they probably should have told uh, Kelly Bryant that he was going to start day one at the University of Tennessee. Well, yeah, I mean, I, obviously now with hindsight, but that's what I would be telling JT Daniels or anybody that wants to transfer is you're going to start game one because they probably are. Well, what do you think the chances are Garantano is going to be the quarterback next year? Like. Five percent, zero to five percent. He's done, right? It's over. I, 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 how do you recover from this? Like to me, at this point, his his issues aside, he his confidence is not coming back. I mean, I think it would be shot for good at the University of Tennessee. Like I would say, the chances of him being back here next year are very slim. But then One again, where think. is he going to go? Where is he going to go? Go to the NFL. Well, he can certainly try. Oh, uh, that was just a joke, everybody. <laughs> just joshing a little bit. I just, I only at Tennessee would a guy do this in his fourth year. Seriously, only at UT would a guy regress like this in his fourth year. It doesn't matter that, like, you know, I mean, it, it's so, it's so stupid. Like, this would only happen at UT. Only at UT would we run the same defensive play, two straight plays, one of which we sacked him for a loss, and then on the third time we run it, our star cornerback forgets to run with the receiver. Then our... What the, what then the hell our, was that? What then, the hell was that? Then our extremely highly rated safety legacy, who has been just a total bust at UT... Has a has a wide open cheap shot, and he like lunges at him and just misses him. Uh, how bad was the tackle by Warrior? A tackle attempt. It was uh, Seth. It was pretty bad. It it was not good. Like I didn't I didn't like in real time. I honestly I didn't see it. I had to go back after the game and watch it because I saw people keep talking about it I it is like it's I don't even know what to say about it it was laughable I I don't were we worried that they were going to convert the first down there like why are you letting someone get behind you why are you falling for the out and up I because it's Tennessee I mean, he did the right thing on the first two plays. I thought we were going to sack them and get a safety. I thought we were about to cover the three-and-a-half, four-point spread with the backdoor safety. That's what I thought was coming. It was uh, not what was coming. No, that is not, unfortunately, what came down the pipe. Um, I mean... That play, uh, notwithstanding, we did learn that Jeremy Pruitt can coach defense, actually. Um, so it was good to see that he had rediscovered that trait and that the week one was a fluke. At least they got their shit together on the defensive side of the ball, coaching-wise. Is it fair to say that that's how you thought we were going to lose to uh, Florida? I'm just surprised that's not how we lost to Florida. Yes, that is absolutely how I thought we would 
that is absolutely a way to lose to Florida. That is like a just a the the most prototypical way to lose to Florida. So um, at least we got that out of the way. Yeah, losing I mean, that way to BYU, and it's better to lose to BYU that way instead of Florida, right? Yeah, I mean now we're just gonna get just violated by Florida. We're gonna get absolutely violated by Florida. All it took was seeing Elante Taylor and Nigel Warrior getting burnt that way and seeing Warren Burrell uh, not play so well again, and all of a sudden Bryce Thompson is back, baby. Yeah. He is back. Like, I know that, like, I'm still not down on Warren Burrell. Like, no, he's a freshman. He's a freshman playing, an ex- like, an extremely hard position. But it's nice to have Bryce Thompson back. Burrell is not canceled. He is not canceled. No, no, he is not. Um, I would say at this point, who is your candidate right now, besides Garantano, coaching staff and players, who is your next, who is the candidate right now that's on the chopping block for you? Like you're glistening, the axe is glistening, you've sharpened it. So who is on the whipping post, huh? Yeah, yeah, who's on the whipping post? But we already got Garantano. Yeah, no, no, Garantano is just too easy for both of us. Is it fair to say that uh, Nigel and Alante are both on there? I would say Nigel is, yeah. I mean, we we, we called Nigel. We kind of knew that was coming. He has one interception in his career. One! There's some people saying uh, DWA. Yeah. Him, uh, you know, him calling out the fans wasn't a good look, but... Uh, he wouldn't be the one that comes to mind. I mean, the the linebackers are all kind of on the on the list. Like, I mean, not Henry T, not Hank. I mean, he's young, but I mean, Ignod and Reed. They're not. They're not really. Um, Reed did not play a snap, I believe. In game two. In game two, Crouch play. Crouch played a ton. And I believe he Roman, almost got an interception on the sideline. Awesome on that play. And would have been nice to uh, have him against Georgia State out running around. Yeah, no, no kidding. And Roman Harrison played quite a few too, and I believe Roman Harrison might have been in at the end of the game. So the youth movement has begun. The youth movement has begun. I would say personally, I'm itching to cancel, and this is um. This is a little under the radar. I'm itching to cancel Chris Winkie. What in the hell have you been doing as quarterbacks coach, dude? Like, what in the hell has Chris Winkie been doing at quarterbacks coach? Like, I'm itching. I have canceled the cancellation of Will. No, I've postponed Will Friend's cancellation. I'm sure when we get violated in 10 days in the swamp that Will Friend will be back on the chopping block. He will be tied to the proverbial whipping post, but after rushing for 242 yards, I have sent Will Friend to the back of the line, and I have moved Chris Winkie up. Because I'm tired of watching our quarterback look like shit.
I love how we brought him in to recruit Florida, and he hasn't gotten anybody. Have we got one player from IMG Academy? We got that one offensive lineman last year. I think he was from IMG. He might not even have been. Chris, and he has a really long last name that starts with an A. Aprogani yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, my God, what has he done? He hasn't well, done anything. He hasn't done anything. He's canceled. I'm ready to get him out of here. I bet, you know, this sounds I, this sounds redneck as hell, but I bet George Corals could coach quarterbacks better than Chris Winkie. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say that. That feels like the most redneck thing you can oh, say. Oh, it is. It is the most absolute most redneck thing. But what has Chris Winkie done? I mean, seriously, what has Chris Winkie done? Like you said, you're not disagreeing. Because, like, I, I'm sure George Corals could have at least gotten one recruit. You should tweet that out and, and preface it by saying unpopular opinion alert. <sighs> that's for, that's for, that's podcast only. <laughs> Winkie has been canceled. I'm canceling Chris Winkie. Because the quarterback has been, I mean, the quarterback has been beyond terrible. So shitty. So goddamn bad. I don't even know, like, any other coach that, like, um, I mean, the running backs look awesome. Yeah. Besides the fact Chandler couldn't hold on to the ball two weeks ago, the running backs look great Saturday night. So David Johnson is still cool. For some reason, I thought Winky was actually coaching the running backs. Are you sure Winky's coaching the quarterbacks? Yeah, Winky was almost sure? Winky was hired almost hired to be running backs coach two years ago. Like he was brought up, like he interviewed in Knoxville, and it was going to happen. And then all of oh, a no, sudden, he was coaching running backs in 2018, but they moved him. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Okay, okay, okay. So they moved him. Yeah, that's what it He's is. He's done really well here. Maybe that. I mean, Garantano looks worse than in 2019 than he did in 2018. So maybe that. Maybe that is uh, the guy we have to cancel. I mean, maybe like Tyson Hilton was just shit at calling plays, but he was an awesome quarterbacks coach. Thoughts on Bryce Thompson? Uh, they obviously think that the charges are going to be dropped, which is not really a surprise. Um. They obviously don't think they can clear him and play him like a mere two days after the court date. So they're just saying, hey, you're cleared now. And so when the court date happens in, what is it, a week from now or whatever, eight days from now, and he's the charges are dropped, they can say, oh, by the way, he's playing in the swamp. So is he going to play on Saturday or no? I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. I would say like they're gonna he's going to practice with them, but until the charges are dropped, he's not playing. But I think his court date is two days before Florida, right? It's either two days or four days. It's either it's either I thought it was on that Tuesday, but it might be Thursday. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was Tuesday, but I might be a dumbass. Two days after Florida, Boomer says, "Okay, okay. never mind." We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, we really don't. I'm wrong about nearly everything on the podcast. When is the Florida game? The twenty first. Um. Because his yes. court date's like his court date's in the mid twenties. It's the twenty. So Boomer's right about that. It's like okay. twenty. Yeah, so like his court date's like the twenty fourth or twenty sixth or something like that. Okay. Twenty eighth says Cody. Okay. I, I don't think they can play him when, when he still has Florida? charges pending. No, the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth is a bye week. We play Florida the twenty first. 
Yeah, and his court date's like the 24th or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's the 23rd. Boomer's right. I really don't think they can play him with a pending charge. But like well, my I said, thing is, if my thing is, once the university allowed him to keep going to class, like let him kind of stay in school, I feel like that was a pretty big step, right? I mean, because they obviously don't deem him as a threat to shoot up the school. Yeah, I mean, that was always the bigger of the two things was the school shooting comment, and that I always found it weird that he was not suspended from school, but he was suspended from the team. Like, to me, if he, like, he should have been suspended from the school because he threatened to uh, shoot up the school. But all that being said, I, I look forward to Bryce playing in the swamp. I look forward to him being the lone bright spot as we get violated and move to eh, one and three. I don't know, man. Noon kickoff. It's right for an upset. Buddy, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. We get the advantage of playing at noon this week. We're going to be used to it. Buddy, we're not doing that. We're not. We're not. What time's Florida-Kentucky play this week? Couldn't tell you, buddy. Are they a night game? I'm looking it up right now. They play at 6 p.m. Central. Oh, so we're going to get another six hours of rest? Mm Mm-hmm. We know how to play at noon. Do we? We won at noon last year. Okay. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. We're going to play at noon this year, or this week. Yeah. Just pointing that out. Don't forget it. I mean, like, how much money would you have bet that we would not be 0-2? Like, I've done this several times since Saturday night. I've, like, been sitting down, minding my own business as I do, and thought to myself, holy shit, we're really 0-2. Like, we are really sitting here at 0-2. We really lost at Georgia State and BYU. I've done that several times. And then I remember that life is meaningless, but at least we have each other. The Titans are good. The Hawks tickets, the Hawks single game tickets went on sale. Football's back. Love the NFL. We'll be fine. We do got to win some games, though, to keep this – Recruiting class somewhat alive though. That's the that's the crazy part. And to keep the Patreon up, I gotta feed my kids. I mean, I don't know. We we, we still party well. The tailgate was fun as hell. I had a great time at the tailgate. I had a great time. Even if you even if you only showed up for like an hour. No, that's not true. An hour and fifteen minutes. No, even if you only showed up for an hour and that's fifteen not minutes. True either. I was there for over two hours. You barely even spoke to me. I was busy making the rounds. I don't want to hear shit from Marwin. He got there at about 6.45 before 7 p.m. kickoff. Usually I would correct you on his name pronunciation, but he only showed up for 10 minutes, so fuck Marwin. Marwin. He came. Marwin. Yeah, yeah, he did came. He did did come. (laughs) He was there. (laughs) We had a hell of a party. A lot of people there. It's a great time. Great time. Got to meet a lot of people that I didn't know. Congratulations to uh, patron and our brother Chris Kilby on the birth of his beautiful baby boy. 
I want to know how he pulled that off. Thankfully, we are all thankful that the baby waited 48 hours. How did he pull that off? How did he convince his uh, the mother of his child that, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my, my, fam- my internet family? Well, I think he was just like, he told me, he was like, you know, like at any point here, I might get a call and have to go. So they live right there. He lives really close, so. Well, shout out to the baby for waiting. Yeah, shout out to shout out to that beautiful baby Grant for waiting. Um, shout out to Chris making it happen in the bedroom and getting to have a child. Way to not pull out, buddy. <laughs> you did it. Let's hope his wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but yeah, I had a great I time. Mean, People got to meet my best friend Luke. Um, had a good time with Neezy. Me and Neezy had a lot of fun. I just know Luke tried to uh, accuse me of lying to him about my mother's sandwiches having mayonnaise on them. He was just making sure he's he's highly allergic to mayonnaise. I'd have been better if I was lying then, and he died. I thought you said he's like not it. allergic at all. He just hates it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hell of a time. A lot of fun with the patrons. Hell of a tailgate. It was the lone bright spot of this football season. Shout so out! Far. Shout out to your sweet mother. Shout out to your Shout out to Renee. She is what a woman. What a woman. She put she she did a great job. She put on a great show for us. Let's give a couple new shout outs to some new patrons. Patreon.com slash Reeds Ranch if you want access to these events we do. They're a lot of fun. It's usually better than the actual games. Uh new uh ten dollar patron, Brian Griffin. Shout out to Brian, we love you. New five dollar patron, Gavin Miller. Shout out to Gavin, we love you. New $5 patron, Austin Darty. Shout out to Austin, we love you. New $2 patron, Peyton Isberg. Shout out to Peyton, we love you. And new $2 patron, Calum Utley. Shout out to Calum, we love you. Hopefully I didn't miss anybody. I think I got everybody where they need to be. You got any patron questions you want to get to? Let's go ahead and grab a couple. All right. I don't really have anything uh, about Tennessee I want to say uh, right now. You notice any good questions? Um, I did, but I'm having to scroll back up to the very top. Oh my god, producer, cut this out. Okay. Um, Zachary wants to know what color shirt I think looks best on you, and I think it's white. You had white on Saturday, but whenever I think of you in my head, you know what I think about? I think about that white short sleeve that has the two the two or three buttons that you that goes really low and you you have them all unbuttoned so it, so it shows your chest and you can see your tattoo peeking out a little bit in my mind's eye when i think of you i think of you in that shirt well that's cool so i think I, I think you look best in that man i'm fucked it's after labor day no buddy you can wear white that 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 that's canceled by the way that's not a thing anymore i know i know so Tuck wants to know. Now all of a sudden he has fashion advice. (laughs) Tuck wants to know what blood pressure medicine are you on? And if you aren't taking any, maybe talk to your doctor. (laughs) Yeah, I'm eventually going to have to. Um, My dad has high blood pressure. They had to put him on medication. One time it spiked to the point where I thought he had a heart attack. I was in the shower and I just hear my sister going crazy. My dad just passed out on his back. I thought he had died. I guess his blood pressure had just spiked, but... I had to run down there naked. I had to grab a towel and like cover up. 
My dad came too as my naked body was just standing over him. <laughs> he had flashbacks till when we were on a cruise together. <sighs> oh, uh, brother. I do have blood pressure problems though. Working on this goddamn cell phone, I've been so mad. Yeah, have uh, you the been? The last two days. You've been the mad? last two days. The last two days, I've been mad. Finally got it fixed though. That's surprising that you got mad. Will Warren wants to know what's the worst eating experience you've ever had. This is a weird question for me. Um, I, not, none come to my mind. What about you? I had one time. I was 24 years old. It was a Saturday night, and I was gonna watch Gone Girl on pay per view with my parents, and. I hadn't eaten dinner, and there was some leftover Mexican food from the previous Sunday after church. And I ate that six-day-old Mexican food. And after I ate it, I knew, for the, for the whole movie, I knew something, something didn't sit right. I just knew I didn't feel right after I ate it. But I made it through the whole movie, and like halfway through the movie, I was like, I'm thirsty. I'm going to drink some Gatorade, and I drank a big red Gatorade. <laughs> and then as soon as the movie ended, as soon as the movie ended, I started vomiting, and I vomited for 12 straight hours. I passed out, butt-ass naked, in the floor of my bedroom, trying to make it downstairs to get in the shower. I had... I had diarrhea extremely bad. Gross. That was the worst eating experience I've ever had. None really come to my mind. I don't really eat too much adventurous food. I don't know if I've ever really even really gotten sick. I mean, I've gotten to the point where like, my stomach hurts, and I've had like a bad reaction like for the bathroom or whatever, but like no real throw-up that I can remember, at least recently. Matt asked, what would be more pathetic, bringing Kiffin back after him ditching us or trying to hire Mike Gundy again for the fourth time? R.I.P. to T. Boone Pickens, by the way. Maybe he's right for the picking now. Maybe we could go out and get him. I would say hiring Gundy again. I would say bringing Kiffin back because I don't know if you've noticed, but Florida Atlantic kind of sucks now. So was that just a... Uh, was that a straight Kendall Brawls that first year? Yeah, it was for sure. Because they weren't good last year, and, uh, and and they're they're bad this year too. It seems like it was just straight up Kendall Brawls. That and he got lucky that he had an NFL running back. Yeah, that helped too. That devil, that Devin Singletary guy. Yeah, just an NFL guy. AJ wants to know what we would suggest his first drink at a bar be. He's about to turn twenty one. Um. Diet Coke. I would go Jack and Coke. I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah, I feel like you just got to go Jack and Coke. For your first drink, do you take a shot, maybe? I mean, if he's real, he'll get a he'll get a damn truly for his first drink at a bar. If he really supports the cause, if he really supports you, he'll drink a truly. I would say to take a shot. Of? Oh, you can pick whatever you want. Some people take shots of tequila. I would not recommend that, but some people like it. I've been mad as hell all day. Yeah, you're in a terrible mood, John, I can tell. 
Well, I just sat at the mall for two and a half hours. Well, Seth. I told you we could do it tomorrow. Um. Actually, I said, well, what do you want to do? And you said, let's knock it out tonight. Well, you gave me a choice. I said, do you just want to postpone till tomorrow? It's fine. It's fine. You miss, you, I mean, it's. I haven't been very entertaining today. This hasn't been a very good episode. It's my fault. I'm just in a really bad mood. I'm also exhausted because I woke up at 7 o'clock to watch um, Team USA France. Man, damn, that's really early. I clocked into work at 5.45 a.m. Well, how late did you stay up? How late did I stay up last night? Yeah. 11.30. Yeah, I was up till 2 a.m. Doing show prep. Get ready for the radio show. How many USA Ra- players can Seth name? Uh, Ooh, this would be a good quiz. How many USA players can you name from this team that that just embarrassed us? Kimball Walker, Jason Taylor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think. I'm trying to set a number. All right, so you obviously know there's a lot of Celtics on the team. Um, I'll set it at five and a half. Kimball Walker, Jason Tatum. I honestly don't feel like you're like you won't sound dumb here because I don't think the average person could name more than five and a half. Joe Harris. How the fuck did you know Joe Harris? For some random reason, I saw his name reading a tweet the other day, and it cracked me up that he was on the team. And you stopped and said, "Why the hell is Joe Harris on Team <laughs> USA?" Basically. Okay. Um, I'm gonna guess there's one more Celtic. Um. The guy from Oklahoma State, smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That's four. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty Team USA, by the way. You can see why they didn't medal. Um. The guy, that, the guy that plays for the Suns, the guy that plays for the Suns, um, scores all. The nope. Points. He's not. He was a coward. He didn't come. He said he had to get ready for the season, Oof. as if the Suns are going to win any games. Um, I mean, he could have used those reps in, in, on a big stage. But nope, he wanted to chill and just go to the open gyms and play basketball. Um, and get mad when people double team him. Um, I really don't think there's much shame here. There's not very many. I, I can't. I'm done at four. There was another Celtic, Jalen Brown. Oh, okay. So as you can see, there's a reason we lost. We had four fucking Celtics, and the Celtics aren't even any good. This isn't like the 08 Celtics. Yeah. It's not like we're running out KG and Ray Allen and, and Rondo. Yeah. That's we're running out a team that's going to win like 45, 46 games. How many How many NBA players France have? Four. Fournier was one. Yeah. Who was the others? Big Rudy Gobert. Okay. The Stifle Tower. Stifle Tower. That's what they call him. That's a good name. It is a good name. Um, Nicholas Batum and Frank Nick, Nick, Nick Kalina. Who is that? They got drafted by the Knicks like in the top ten last year, two years ago. Seen it good. He actually bought out. He shut down Kemba. He held Kemba to two of nine, and Frank was hitting big threes. Who was our starting five? Kemba. I, I don't know. I feel like it changed. We, we also had Harrison Barnes out there. Uh, Miles Turner, who fucking sucked. Um, Brooke Lopez were our big guys. So as you can see, we didn't have any big guys. Miles Turner played for him. 
And he got destroyed by Gobert. What? What a shitty squad. Ugh, Chris Middleton was probably our. Chris Middleton was probably our second best player. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell balled out today until the fourth quarter when Kemba went and passing the ball. Who would you say the best player was? Just by respect, probably Kemba. Although, like, probably rather have Middleton and um, Mitchell moving forward, but. Kimbo was supposed to be the guy. He was a leader, which again is why you can see we're playing for sixth place tomorrow against Serbia. Yeah, that was supposed to be the game of the tournament. It's going to be a fifth place, a fifth place game. Yeah, I mean, this is what the World Cup is. This like have they normally done a World Cup type thing for basketball? Yeah, they moved it. It's usually an even year, even years. Like when whenever the Olympics aren't happening for some reason, they moved it to odd years and. That's kind of why some people didn't want to play is because the Olympics are next summer, so, like, you didn't want to do both. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't want to do World Cup, basketball season, playoffs, Olympics. I mean, is Devin Booker going to play for the Olympic team? No, no, God no. (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought. Like, I will say I hope that they let Kemba and Chris Middleton and Donovan Mitchell play for the Olympic team just because they were willing to come this time. I think they should hold off those guys a roster spot. Yeah. Like, I don't think Kemba should get off the bench or, you know, Anything like that, but I mean, he he should get that twelfth spot just for being willing to play this year. Yeah. Any uh, any thoughts on nine eleven? Mm, never forget. Well said, Seth. If you want my real thoughts, I would say that it is time to bring the boys home from Afghanistan. Okay. That would bring the boys home. Bring the troops home. Was pawns on France. <laughs> bring the boys home yes. from Afghanistan and Iraq. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring the boys home. USA, USA. I'll see y'all Saturday. Get excited. Bring- You're coming up for the game? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> no. Jesus, I was going to say, what is wrong with you? It's like a, it's like a noon kickoff, right? Yeah, yeah. I will be, uh, I'll be moving my my grandmother's belongings out of the assisted living because they're charging my mother a thousand dollars a week for every week she keeps her stuff there. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Tough world, huh? <laughs> it's like they say, death comes at you fast. <laughs> it came fast. Oh, rest in peace, Grandma. She's a good woman. She paid for me to go to UT. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. So I bet you wish she wouldn't have. <laughs> I bet you wish she just would have ponied up for to, to send you to Alabama. Like, hey, sorry, honey, you're not going to get to go out of state. You got to stay in state. It's a real shame that your your VFL granny had to go out on a Georgia State loss. Man, yeah, it is. I don't mean to casket shit granny, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my sisters don't listen to this one. (laughs) I say it with love. Just a little row session. (laughs) shouldn't be laughing feel bad 
feel bad for laughing. Producer, cut this out of the podcast so Seth's sisters don't hear it. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Francis. R.I.P. Franny. I love you all. I love you, Seth. Good night. Glad we got to knock this one out. Good night, buddy. From the heart, from the heart this time. All of these dreams that you done made true. All of these things that you done gave to. Call on me, I'll carry you. There ain't no thing I wouldn't do. Flying tigers, bears, and all of these things—they can never come between you. Keepers, part of you, I study you, I do the research. Part of you, part of you. 